Welcome to this week's edition of Record Roundtable, where we talk about 2019, we talk about music, we talk about 2019 music. This week we're talking about our top 10 albums of the year. This is Caleb Robinson speaking. I'm here with... I'm Dax. Jared. This is Dax. And we will not be talking about Lil Nas X throughout the rest of this episode. You don't, you know, don't that. know You don't know. That's right. You There's don't know. no way that his album is in your top ten of the year. To be fair, it's, o- it's only know. an EP, I thought. So he is be- my number five and four and three and two and also one. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry for the spoiler. All right. So this week we're talking about our top ten favorite albums of 2019. Each of us have compiled a list of ten albums in which we believe really define 2019 in oh, our I think they're just our favorites. I don't know if they define I don't know. In our listening experience. Okay. I want to uh, make note that my list is momentary. Momentary? Yeah, it could change at any moment. That's fair. That seems reasonable. So, I'm going to talk about our top ten albums. Who would like to say their number ten first? I suppose I can. Woo! My ten was very difficult to come up with. I had several that I wanted because, I mean... The thing with this is you want to mention things that you know you've liked throughout the year. Yes. And it's hard to, like, you know, you don't want to pass anything up. Some A lot of things are more recent, but some of the things I, you know, I, something that came out in January, for instance, I feel like should take precedent because it's been in your playlist for a year. Sure. As opposed to something that came out last month. So, but I will choose number 10 is uh, Charlie Bliss, Young Enough. Ooh, that's a good, good choice. choice. It Jared. is a good choice. I, I didn't like it. I didn't. It took me a long time to want to listen to it because yeah. I wasn't sure. But they did a Tiny Desk on NPR. Mm-hmm. They played the title track, Young Enough. Yes. And I was like, this is a great song. It it's is a, a great, great song. song. It's like, I mean, if we're doing top songs of the year, that song is on the list, top, you know, toward the top of the list for me. It is mm-hmm. a great song. So, the album is fine. I listened to it a handful of times. You know, I, I, it's a good album. It's not one of my. I mean, it's. I mean, I guess number ten, really. But it is number ten. You know, just below. I'll say it. Just below uh, Romstein's self-titled album, Romstein, featuring the song Deutschland. Good album, and also Deutschland. Ty- Deutschland. Also, Tyler Childers' Deutschland. album, uh, Country Squire. I think you made the right yeah. t- number ten choice. Yeah, people like him. They say that he's gonna. They're gonna show him a picture of uh, Nigel Thornberry and say this was Tyler. Childress. Tyler Childress. He's big. Country Squire is a reference. Young Enough was my number but, twenty mm, album of the year. By the way, wow. good album. Uh, it was on my list of well, my big playlist. Did you ever listen to Guppy? I have listened to Guppy. Yes, Guppy is probably one of my favorite albums of 2017. So, all right, go ahead, Tyler. Number ten for you. All right, I created. I'll do a brief since we're doing a brief, brief. I'll do a brief, brief, brief. Uh, introduction, I suppose, to my methodology, such as what Jared briefly did in a way. Yeah, I created a big old playlist. I put three songs from every album I thought was worthwhile. The top three listened to songs, or unless I knew a song I liked a lot more that was not on that list, and I put them all into a huge playlist, and then I listened to the entire playlist to attempt to help me recap, mm-hmm. and that album was on there. Charlie Bliss was on there, so that's and in the in its entirety, it must have been about fourteen hours worth of music. Sure. So I attempted to narrow it down. 
So my list is momentary, but we'll see how it goes. Number 10 for me is JSOM Onik Co. That's a good album. It is a good album. And I actually discovered it more recently, even though it came out earlier this, a little bit earlier than now, of course. Mm-hmm. But I discovered it a little bit more recently. Just got a nice sound to it, man. It's a mellow kind of feel. And I like the guitar tones in it. They're kind of spacey. People may not notice that it's guitar, mm-hmm. uh, people who aren't familiar with it, but they've really done a really good job at seeing what they can do with what they have. And I thought it was a fun album. Fun album indeed. My number 10 is the October 4th release by Angel Olsen, oh. All Mirrors. Oh. I enjoy Angel Olsen's album quite a bit. It's a very, very good female-led album. She's a wonderful artist. I had not gotten into her a whole lot until this album specifically. I'd listened to her other music, but this album in particular I think is probably her best album. So yeah, Angel Olsen, All Mirrors. Solid choice. Number 10 for me. It was tough, too, because number 11, number 11 is Lil Sims. Mm. And I, I, it was hard for mm-hmm. me to, to leave that album mm-hmm. out. One of my favorite songs uh, of the year is 101 FM. FM. Such a good song. Check out that song if you can. But as an album experience, Angel Olsen topped it by a little bit. Man. Dax, number 10. All right, my number 10. Uh, it's a bit of a stretch. I just I wanted to include it in a way. Okay. It's uh, Lil Doll, the album 1993, and I have listened to it a couple times. And the reason I put it on there, uh, it's a it's an artist formerly known as Shiloh. Oh no! And I've been thinking a lot about Shiloh lately. I've been following uh, some. Uh, I won't I won't say too much about it. I've just been following some internet things, and that's it's been stuck in my head. It's L Y L Doll. I don't know if that's how you say it. I I always just say it as Lil Doll. Lyle. Lyle Doll. I'm unfamiliar with this album, so let's play a song transitioning to number nine from Lil Doll's album, 1993. What what song do you want? Uh, Go for Pills, the first one, I think. Oh, the same as a St. Vincent song from two years ago. I was thinking that, too. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna sound just like St. Vincent, I'm sure. Uh Kind of sounds like T.R. Whack. It's all right. Uh, when when she went by Shiloh, I, I liked that a little bit better, that style of music. I'm, I'm but, familiar I mean, this with is pretty good. her as Shiloh yeah. a little more, but not this. Yeah, this, this is, uh, yeah, I think this is the first album she put out under this name. It's pretty darn good. It's okay. Have a seat with Chris Hansen. Yeah, that's, <laughs> oh. that's why I've been. <laughs> can, I go, can I go right into my number nine? Yes. All right. Uh, it's uh, Angel Olsen. Is it Ooh, nice. Many overlaps. It's very good. Especially the song, What It Is. No, oh, you liked that one, did you? <laughs> I wonder why. The name. You have to play what it, don't it you? Is. Don't you have to play it? Not yet. Oh, oh okay, okay, okay. Is it on your list? All right, spoiler, it's on my list, is so it? you might as well wait. I thought you just said it was on I yours. I did, but it's on Tyler's list as well. It's on mine as well. well, so you might as well wait for it. Okay, we'll play when it was on yours. Okay. Am I going next to you? Sure, I don't care. Whoever you want. 
Next for me is uh, this is not going to be on anybody's list, but I would not be mad if somebody played this song. It is uh, a band by The Hue. The album is The Garrig, and it is Mongolian throat rock, and it is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. It is great. Play the song Shug Shug. While he looks, you can't be upset that I left that brief bit in for him either, because he did really well with that. You know what I'm talking about? No, because you didn't listen so Shug, either. I, I, Don't you remember you did that Mongolian throat rock? Actually, oh, yeah, yeah, do was, Wolf yeah. Totem. Oh. He's, pretty good. He's pretty good at it. Nice choice, Jared. That's quite the choice. That was great. <laughs> Definitely great. feeling some lauder right now. <laughs> I could be Mount, you know, hiking Mordor at any moment. Fair. It's like modern Lord of the Rings music. Feels great. It's good. I liked it. I can, I can go. My number nine was Pup. Morbid stuff. Okay. So I enjoy Pup, but uh, this one was pretty good. I actually I did a little bit of research. I looked a couple different lists mm-hmm. and some other things, and I got on your favorite website, Caleb, album of the year, of and did course. a couple of different. I utilized your rankings. You may be, you know. Yeah, and some other rankings. <clears throat> a lot of people liked it. I really enjoyed it, too. I remember we were still doing the weekly roundup when that came out. Miss it. And I listened to that when it came out. And it's just good. I like that album. I like I like Pup. I like it's kind of indie punk, a little bit of uh, slight garage thrown into. It's just a fun sound, and I had a good time with the album this year. It's good. That's a good choice. My number nine. Number nine. <clears throat> is the April 5th release by Wiseblood, Titanic Rising. I thoroughly enjoyed this album quite a bit. It was pretty well-received by critics over the year, and it has a very throwbacky kind of sound to it. It is very good. I will play a song from this one to transition to our number eight. No, no. You know, just <laughs> earlier today, I considered whether I should put this one in my list or not. Did you? I re-listened to a couple of songs, and I was like, oh. And I will tell you, I didn't find a place for it in my list, but it's a good album. It was almost my number 10. Yeah, it's a good album. It's a good album. So this is the song Andromeda from Titanic Rising. Nothing in it for me Except a heart that's lazy It's Andromedon. Andromedon. Oh. Yes. <laughs> you talking about Albert? It's dedicated to our, our fan. Albert Andromedon. Andromedon. Yes. Who, who commented or liked just earlier today. Oh, there you go. I believe in of thing. Thanks for keeping up with us, Albert. We appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> I will do my Fun. number eight All right. now. 
This one will come as no surprise to anybody here in the room, so go ahead and make your sounds, Jared. I'm ready for them. Uh, that would be the October 25th release by Swans. Mm-hmm. Leaving meaning. Mm-hmm. It is not as good as Swans' last three albums, but I thought that it followed a good trajectory outside of those last three albums. It was an album that was an essential listen for me as a Swans listener. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Swans is number eight. Thank you. I guess yeah. I'll give my number eight then. Uh, Bill Callahan. Oh, Shepherd choice. In a good, album. Best. good choice. Good Hold album. on, let him let him finish the name of the album. Say it again. Is it Shepherd in a Sheepskin Vest? Thank you. The listeners want to be able to look it up. Yes, it's very very good. After it you made good. the comparison uh, when we were listening to Jackson C. Frank, mm-hmm. I went back and listened to it a couple times. You did, huh? I did. Did you listen to any Bonnie Prince Billy? He had a new album this year. I did not. You're very rude. I know. Bill Callahan's good though. I, Bill Callahan formerly uh, released works under Smog as well, mm-hmm. which is very good as well. They're on the same label. Very good. Very good stuff. Favorite song off that album personally is "The Ballad of the Hulk." Yeah, That's a good too. one. My I prefer Seven Forty Seven over that. Song. I like Seven Forty Seven more. I think, but "Ballad of the Hulk" is a really great song. Jared, my number eight is "Knocked Loose: A Different Shade of Blue." Ah, Ooh, okay. pretty good album, really. It's not as good as Laugh Tracks, I don't think. No. But it is a decent progression for their style of metal, and I think that they're going to continue. You know, like, they're still very young, and, uh, you know, I think they'll continue to make good scream stuff. Good scream stuff. Good screams. Some screamy screams. Pretty good album, Jared. I'll admit, I listened to that earlier this year as well. Bill Callahan was a good choice, though. Oh, thank you. It was. Quite a bit. Uh, Number eight for me... And I'm glad that you let me go last because I think we should play a song to transition. Was Sharon Van Etten, Remind Me Tomorrow. Good album. Great album. I actually, this year, I also purchased her 2014 album, Are We There, which has my favorite song by her on it. Uh, but this album, also very good. So throw you on. I will let you choose because I know you like this album as well, oh, Caleb. Thank you. So you can choose whichever song you prefer because they're all quite good. I'm going to choose Memorial Day. Well, that was one of my favorite songs of the year. Do it. Very good song. It's a day to forget. <laughs> you got a handshake for that according to meowth oh everybody go listen to good band bad band uh rest in peace maddie bernstein uh, is that her name yeah i, I think that's her name it. different feel from her previous work great album great album indeed i'll do number seven i guess i'll do it we'll do the snake thing here i like the snake thing that's fun number seven for me was american football af3 american football three album a lot of people you know we listened to that when it came out and it was kind it was a big release because of the the waiting and what have you even though it's their discography spread out in a weird way anyway you know the first release came out the second one was years later and the third one of course was years after that 
I thought it was pretty decent. I don't think it strayed super far on. It kind of took on a little bit more of an oral effect and <clears throat> and uh, created more of an ambiance, if you will. But all in all, I thought that it was a pretty decent album. I know a lot of a lot of other people <laughs> on the list I was looking to, to enjoyed it, and uh, mm-hmm. I was pleasantly surprised actually to see when I did a little bit of research on lists that people enjoyed it as much as they did mm-hmm. because I knew that a lot of people early on had kind of been like, well, you know, it's not as good as the first one, which I did with the second one as well, which I thought was okay. So all in all, I thought it was pretty good. I will go number seven then. My number seven is the album that was released in November 8th. November 8th was FK Twigs Magdalene. The album was received also pretty well by critics. It's a pretty good album. Pretty good one. I enjoyed it quite a bit. It's their second album. Uh, if you like Bjork, perhaps with Bjork, yeah, it's pretty much right in that. It's same pretty band. close. A little, po- a little closer to pop. It's a little more today. poppy. Yeah, I agree. It's what got- do you What do you think about that one compared to her initial release? I liked Magdalene better. Yeah, I think that it had a better like. I don't know. I don't want to say story to it, but it felt like it was more of like a uh, an album experience as compared to her LP one. Man, I liked LP one a lot. It's also a very good album. I liked it a lot. I don't know if I I, I think I like it more, but I'm not sure yet. FK Dag Twigs is uh, worth it, worth checking out just in general. I would say so. Dax number seven. Uh, my number seven is why hasn't everything already disappeared? Deer Hunter. Ooh, I wonder. I wondered if you would pick that one. Deer Hunter album. Yeah. I've I've been into Deer Hunter a little bit. It's a good album. I didn't listen to it until when did that come out? That came yeah. out in like January. Yeah. I didn't listen to it until like last month. I oh, think. Really? Oh really? Wow. But super into it. it. Hasn't grown on me too much yet. It, it might move up on this later, but mm-hmm. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. Uh, should I go to number six too? No, Jared hasn't gone yet. Mine. Oh, you haven't gone yet. Oh, oh I'm just getting oh, okay. all. I'm so quiet over here, just taking it all in. <laughs> and his argyle. Uh huh. Uh, All Argyle, no play, makes Jared a dull boy. boy. My pick for number whatever, number seven. 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 Number seven. Number seven, Sturgill Simpson, Sound and Fury. Ah, good. (laughs) That's a good choice, too. Thank you. That's a good choice, too. So do I do the snake or what? Yeah. Well, let's, let's play do you want to talk about it? Yeah, talk talk about it and give us the Serial Simpsons song. I have not watched the, the of... I haven't watched the Netflix oh, thing. Oh, watch it! But I've yeah, heard it's. Yeah, you don't told play me any Serial Simpson. Shut up! Yeah, don't worry about playing it. Yeah, don't play it. Why? Fair enough. Okay, okay. fine. Talk about it, Jared. I, I thought it was good. I thought I, I wasn't. It's way different than what I was expecting it to be. But when the the first single "Sing Along" came out, it was very like rocky, mm-hmm. and you know he's a country artist and such, but. Um, the song that I liked the most from it, I think, was the song "A Good Look" because it's towards the middle of the record, and it like brings country, rock, and funk all into one thing, into one song, and I thought it was really good. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's different than what you would expect from a Sturgill Simpson album, but you know, a lot of his stuff, like he is so different as a country artist because you know he covered Nirvana, he covered "When in Rome." the um song um the promise, the promise yep, which the promise. is a very good song he had a song about waffle house Love he did song. have a song oh about waffle God, house that's true and then you know he's got he talks about uh taking uh hallucinogenics a, a lot as well it's, it's he very used interesting to a lot yeah more. yeah so i don't know i like a lot of the stuff that he's done i like um you know the last few albums that he had I've, i actually saw him live last summer you uh, did opening for 
Uh, he was on the Willie Nelson tour. I'm jealous of you, Jared. The never-ending Willie Nelson tour. What do you think about the transition? So we've got High Top Mountain, his initial release, which is way closer to the roots country that he dealt with initially. Mm-hmm. Meta Modern Towns is still country, but it does start to move towards something a little you know newer, more interesting. And then When a Sailor's Guide to Earth comes out, it's a blend of all sorts of different I, genres. Polywog is a great song. I love Polywog. It is. That is it's, a good It's song. basically the... Um, uh, the uh, well, I'm trying to think of a good like that like the song I wanted to use as an analogy, but like the songs about like your kid. I guess it'd yeah. be like Creed. You know, yeah, what, sure. Like, <laughs> what's that song? Called? <laughs> uh, it's not with arms wide open. What is that song? No, it is with arms. It is wide with open. arms wide open. Isn't yeah. It? yeah, which is not the best comparison, but it's another song about like, hey, I have a kid that's or uh, cats in the cradle, I suppose. Sure, but, you know, good stuff. <laughs> Apropos. If only the cat was in the cradle. Right. Can I do six? I don't care. Since Jared, if you all don't care. Since Jared elected not to play a track, I will I will gladly play a track off of my number six album. Which I think is, I know what it is. I don't like it already. Which is? Is it Juju? No. Oh, good. It's Igor by Tyler, the Creator. Oh, mm. that's all right. We can't always pat each other on the back. That's okay. I don't, I don't, I don't need it. It's a good album. I'm going to play New Magic One. That's my, one of my favorite songs of the year by Tyler. Open a window. I saw a photo, you look joyous. My eyes are green, I eat my veggies. I need to get her out the picture. She's really fucking up my friend. She's not developed like we are. So Igor is an interesting album in that Tyler had a huge progression from Wolf into Flower Boy, and then I feel Igor is yet another interesting progression for his sound. What it's, about Cherry Bomb? Nah, I don't talk about Cherry Bomb. No. Nah, I don't talk about Cherry Bomb, man. Cherry Bomb was not a great album. Neither is Igor, though. <laughs> Ooh. That's fine. You don't have yeah. to like Igor. It's a good no, album. I just didn't care for it. It was I all like care. care. It was on my it. list. And I had a, I had multiple hip hop artists on my list, and it got it got it did get beat. It didn't even make it to my final listing of like twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was okay though. I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was a pretty decent album. But I mean, it just I'll, wasn't I'll for sp- me. It wasn't up there. For I'll the spoil rest, it now. You guys are gonna hate my top five. I don't know about that. You're not gonna Ooh. like anything. From I don't my top know. Five. I don't know about that. Y'all aren't gonna like anything from my top five. I, I know. Promise. I won't. You won't. Uh, uh, so, number six. It, who else has got it? I, I'll go. So number six, that would put me at uh, gray area. Little Sims. Whoa! There we go. Also, my number six. Might as well say it. Well, wow! Oh, boy. Great boy. album. You gotta play one. Great night. album. Let uh, why don't you two collaborate? This is, on this is one of the albums where, for my three songs, I chose all of them. I didn't care how popular they were because mm-hmm. I knew exactly what three I wanted. There's mm-hmm. some really good ones. Oh on my here. god! Can I guess your three? Guess my three. Venom. Nope. Really? Ooh. Almost. It was four. 101 FM, though. 101 FM was one of them. Offense? Offense was one of them. Selfish? Nope. What is it? Boss. Ah. I love that bass at the beginning. That and her sense. voice, she's got that, she's, basically, she over overloads the preamp on it when she's screaming. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. It's such a different song. Because mm-hmm. one thing I like about this album, and I don't want to take this away from Cody as well, is that there's such a variety of sounds on this album. Very much mm-hmm. so. And it's just awesome. And Boss is so different. Than what you hear in a lot of like other even you know new hip hop or whatever because mm-hmm. it's got that bass sound and she's got the, she's just pushing it man and it's a lot of fun 
so, play that one. You want to play that one? Yeah. That hurts me that I don't get to play 101 FM. I gotta play you boss. can play but it later if you want. No, 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 I love 101 FM as well. We'll but. boss. so good isn't it really good oh man the whole album's great it is great great album i'll give you a brief story i guess if you don't mind i told a buddy of mine at work who's really into hip-hop and he's he's like you should listen to this and this i was like dev you listen to this album he's like no i'm like dude listen to this album and he listened to it and he liked it and now when people give him crap about only liking male hip-hop artists he's like well i like i like little sims i like little sims (laughs) gray area it's an awesome album (laughs) so he uses that as his go-to now but it's a phenomenal album the sound, there's just such a variety, and it's so good. Well, Jared, my next. Yep, that puts <clears> you at six. Because bo- unless Dax, do you have anything else you want to say? about Yeah, share anything you want from it because I stole it from you, and I no, don't like it's it. Okay, I mean, this is one of the. I think this is when we were doing the uh, weekly roundup. Thing, mm-hmm. right? We were. Yep. So that's when I started listening to it, and like at, le- at least once a month, I've gone back to it since then. I've listened to it a lot this year. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. I'll, I'll give my number six. It's one I uh, just started listening to uh, just a few weeks ago. Oh, but I'm sorry. Found I it. thought that the, the January release took precedence, Jer. Hey, <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> I mine is Orville Peck Pony. Oh, oh, that's on my honorable mentions. Another list. Uh, interesting take on country music. Indeed, country is doing so some good. very interesting things right now. You got 2019 yeah. is an interesting year for country. And and, and and the other thing is is like some people that I like in country haven't didn't even put out a record in 2019. Like mm-hmm. Chris Stapleton didn't have an album. Uh, Jason Isbell didn't have an mm-hmm. album. People like the alternative country uh, scene, if you will, or whatever you want to say. Like some of those, the top people didn't have albums in 2019. It's still like, you know, a few of them were on my top, you know, 20, 10, you know, six, whatever. But uh, yeah, this one's a really interesting uh, pony by Wolfpack. I first saw it, I think I first saw, uh, okay, so I first saw his uh, uh, What's in My Bag mm-hmm. on YouTube yeah, from Amoeba a Records. One. Yep. And I was like, this guy is very interesting. He and loves then, the old country, 60s country and all that. It's very interesting. Yeah, there's a comment on there that said that every old country artist is punk and every country artist is, uh, or no, every country artist is punk and every punk is actually country. Like, that's, that's kind of yeah, how, like, right? his, his interpretation <laughs> of people are like, yeah. But anyway, so then he did, uh, I believe, a KEXP mm-hmm. uh, uh, performance Are you as sure well. it was in the Tiny Desk? No, I believe no, it was. I think it was KEXP. I think it was the KEXP, yeah, and he did a version of Breathe by mm. Faith Hill that was, like, phenomenal. I sent it to Tyler because I was like, hey, I think you'd like this guy. And he's like, he's I've good. heard about him, but I, he hadn't got into it. But. He just looks familiar. The mask, it looked very familiar to me. Yeah, he wears, like, a, a an interesting black BDSM kind yeah. of mask thing. He makes thing. them himself. Oh, and, does he? And yeah. he, he, um, he went to school for mask making. 
traditional mask making. Well, he studied it, whether he went to school, you know, but he studied it for years. Huh. Is that a real thing? Yes. Wow. Yes. And he's a, he's a former, well, they don't actually know supposedly who the guy is, but yeah, they but actually know, who, yeah, technically, yeah. whoever Orville Peck is is different than the guy. <laughs> but anyways, he was in a punk group in, in Canada. Yeah. He's a Canadian yep. punk rocker yep. that has turned to country yeah huh. so it's it's he's it's very so interesting. interesting his sound i told i just showed him actually to my friends this weekend who live in the indie area and i said listen to this you might because he likes my buddy likes country and i'm like all right give this a listen because it's just old country sounds mixed with surf and then mixed in a modern way mm-hmm. and it's uh, yeah. it's very fun it's very fun and the music videos are really weird too mm-hmm. but uh, i like the song turn to hate you don't have to play it but that's you know that good one i think probably the one i like the most from that album dead of night is my favorite on that that's album. a good one too. that was my favorite i believe Joe, you want to do number five i can number five for me is microwave death is a warm blanket hmm. they are a kind of uh Bring in their pop. I guess you could call put them in the uh, indie rock, indie punk, pop punk kind of vein, if you will. But really, they're just kind of like, especially on this album, they kind of have turned more towards like grungy, mm-hmm. you know, sound. But it's just different, you know, just different. So I, I like uh, Microwave. We actually saw them this year, Caleb and I, indeed, when we went to uh, Tennessee when we recorded. The Bob Dylan episode. For the breakfast Yeah, breakfast. Festival. They were at breakfast. And so nice. they had a, a new album that came out this year, and it was very good. I like the title. The album is good. Uh, yeah, It yeah. just came out. Uh, when did it come out? Yeah, let me just, just like a couple months ago, if that. September 13th. There we go. So. I can do five. My number five is Big Thief. Which one? I'm waiting for you. Who wants to guess? Is it UFOF? No. Oh, you like two hands Two better? hands. Two hands. So I that was one where on my playlist I put two and two. Uh-huh. And I had listened to UFOF <laughs> earlier this year when it came out, mm-hmm. and I had not listened to two hands. Uh, but the two songs I put on, I like the I like UFOF a lot. Mm-hmm. And I guess that Pitchfork would rate it higher, and it, and it did. Pitchfork loves Big Thief. But the thing about Two Hands is it's like it's looser and more and noisier and messier. It is. And it's more fun. My favorite song off that album is a good example of that, which is not. It's a All right. very good song. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. That album, like I said, it was, I don't know. I knew I probably would have a Big Thief album on here. Mm-hmm. And when I had to choose between the two... In fact, UFOF is nowhere on any of my lists because I was like, if I'm going to choose one, then I'm not going to think about the other one. Sure. For the sake of making room for other, you know, other artists. But they're I both just, very good albums. But I like, both I like good. Two Hands better. Me too. I like Two Hands better too. And I think that it came out later. People haven't had long enough with it to be able to make a decision as to mm-hmm. whether it's as good or better. But I think it's better. I love the noise. The noise in it is so much more fun. Mm-hmm. So. So in my first edition of Nobody Enjoys Caleb's Top Five Albums, oh here it goes. Uh, no one, no one knows this album. It's okay. Uh, it's Uboa, The Origin of My Depression, which yeah. is a dark ambient, like industrial kind of like. It, it's just a, it's a gross one. I'm gonna tell you now, listeners, don't go, don't go listen to this. Album. I saw like it, it and chose not to put it on my playlist. You're not gonna like it. You're not gonna like it. No one here is gonna like it. It's it's not something most people are gonna like. But I like it. It's it's really gritty. It's really spooky. I listened to it like in the dark by myself, and it just it gave me the spooks. And if you like feeling the spooks, check it out. But more than likely, I, I just I would I would steer clear of my number five pick. Dex. All right, my number five is already been said. It's FKA Twigs Magdalene. Nice. Yeah. 
You've already talked about good it. I don't need to say much more about it. What did, how, did it how did you think? What did you think about it? It was a good album. Yeah, and that's fine. There, there was a, I mean, so be it. It was weird. That that's why I liked it. I like weird stuff. Did you listen? All right, I'll ask you the same question. Did you listen to LP One at all? I didn't listen to LP One. Give it a listen. We'll talk sometime. How's that sound? That sounds good. All right. Okay, Daddy. Yeah, listen to it. <laughs> Do you want to play a song from there for the transition? Uh, yeah, sure. Play uh, play Sad Day. Jared wouldn't like that. No. I didn't hate it. It sounds like, uh, you said it was like Birk, you said? Yeah. yeah. yeah Listen to LP1. I want to go uh, number, I will do last this time, because I have a song I want to play. So. All right. Leave I'll do in. first if you want, because I don't think I've done first. That makes sense. And th- so number four, my choice is Anderson Pox Ventura. Ooh, good choice. Great album. Uh, I so love Anderson Pox. I will say we've hit the two hip hop albums I have on my top ten thus far, mm-hmm. it being Lil Sims and Anderson Pox. Mm-hmm. Anderson Pox beat out Tyler the Creator for me very easily. Sure. I love the fusion with soul and and some R&B and funk and all of that stuff in this album. This album mm. is so much fun and every song has its own little twist on various different takes of music and different styles and it's just a great album. He did a good job. I remember when it, I believe when it came out we were as also still doing uh, weekly roundup. Yeah, I believe so. And I listened to this with a buddy of mine at work who's like, "Did you hear the new Anderson Park?" I'm like, "I did hear that album." And it's a lot of fun. I really enjoyed all the different sounds in that one. Hold on, I gotta look up something real quick. All right. Okay. That, that was one of my favorite albums uh, of two. That was uh, one of my favorite albums by him. But my favorite album by him was his 2016 Oxnard. release. 2016 release, the uh, Malibu. Oh, Malibu. Malibu is a really, really good album, if you ask me. So, uh, second edition of Nobody Likes Caleb's Top Five list is uh, that's the one, Tyler. That's Shoo Shoo. <laughs> It's not good, dude. <laughs> Girl with basket of fruit. It's I, not good. I did not like it. It's not good. Originally. I did not like it. It was this weird thing where it was kind of like my experience of do- Joy Division when I first listened to Unknown Pleasure. When no. I first listened to Unknown Pleasure, I hated it. I was like, oh, what is this? No. I don't understand. I'm not saying they sound the same. I'm, this is just the experience. I know, but it's just, oh. Yeah. Um, and so like, I listened to that album, and I was like, what is this? I don't like this. And I... Knew that there was something to it that I should like, but I couldn't figure out what it was. So I listened to it again, and then I listened to it again, and I listened, and I realized that I kept listening to the album over and over again. I was like, I think I like this album. I keep listening to it. Why do I keep listening to it? And I did the same thing with Shushu. I thought that I hated the album. It was like one of the albums I hated the most for the year, and then I kept listening to it, and I was like, why am I listening to this album? That, I feel like they put a subliminal it, message oh, at no. the end of one of their songs. They probably that's did. Why you listen to it. It I has think so. to be. That's exactly what happened with me and Lacroix. I bought a big box of Lacroix. Uh-huh. Oh my god! I drank it. I wanted to try it. I hated it, but I bought this big box, so I just kept drinking it to get rid of it. Yeah. And by the end of the box, I was like, I want, I want another Lacroix. That's so it. I went and bought more Lacroix. Girl listen, with a basket of fruit. I, no. Is Lacroix. I put three songs from that album on my playlist, mm-hmm. and when I got to them. 
Because I'd listened to it earlier this year. Sure. And when I got to those three, I listened to them two days ago, in fact. I was just like, no, no. I like their cover of Sharp Dressed Man. Can't do it. I get that. Can't do it. I don't know what it is, but what I, it is, but I I don't know what it is about yeah I don't know what it is about it, but I can't do it. It's a shame because I get it because uh, I get it. I hated it and then well, I liked it. I don't know. Even me, dude. I'm like, well, so th- the thing is, is I would think that on the second listen, you could find something redeeming, and that might bring you back to it at some point. Yeah, but for me, nothing. It it's took just me nothing. like six or seven listens. Oh, it took forever, nothing. and I kept trying, and I don't know why I kept trying, but I finally realized I well, have to like this album. I'm disappointed because Greg Sonia is and it has a part in Zuzi, whatever it may be, and mm-hmm. he's in Deerhoof, and I really enjoyed Deerhoof. I just got um, their first three albums reissued on vinyl, and I like Deerhoof a lot, but and I can't do it. I just can't do it. It doesn't. Do, it just doesn't do anything for me at this it. moment. I get it. Dax number four. Uh, my number four is Texas Piano Man by Robert yes. Ellis. Number yes. four. It was really, so really good. good. Wow. It's so good. What's your favorite song on it? Uh, I don't know if I have necessarily a favorite song. Right, well, which one's stuck I, in your head most often? Nobody smokes anymore. I, that's good. I like oh. Aren't We Supposed to Be in Love? That's good. Passive that, Aggressive is what's stuck in my head all oh, yeah. the time. I love that song. So I like Robert Ellis outside of this. I uh-huh. had listened to him before, and when this came out, it was just so different from what I was expecting. Oh, man, it was good. We were doing Weekly Roundup because I listened to it as part of Weekly Roundup, mm-hmm. and we talked about it, and I loved it when it came out then, too. It's not on my list, so I won't, you know, but... It was all, it was in my playlist. I love that album. I yeah. love that album. So much fun. Man, I love him. All right, Go Jerry, ahead, number Jerry. four. My number four is Moron Police, a boat on the sea. Hey, they're a Norwegian pop rock group, and uh, they're really strange. They're uh, I first heard about them through this guy that does like YouTube uh, album reviews, mm-hmm. and he's like, I didn't even see his review of it, but he just brought up. You know, you guys know how I feel about Moron Police, and I'm like, I don't actually know. How I, I, feel do, about I have no idea. <laughs> so I went and found this album, and I was like, this is so weird. And it's actually like, if you look at them, they, you know, artists also sound, you know, similar artists or whatever. Like one of them is Ween, which is an interesting yep. group as well. They have a very strange album, you know. Like, mm-hmm. so uh, play the song. Um, uh, Captain Awkward. That's probably my favorite yeah. song on that. You brought this up to me. I played it when we drove ago. to yep. see uh, the yep. Menzingers. We did. Yep. I forgot okay. all about that part, man. Okay, yeah, that we, part is so much fun. We've had this conversation before, Tyler. Jared likes math rock. I know, he right? He won't admit it, I and know. he won't look I into know. it. But I he know. likes math. He rock. I like. I like. I thought. I've kind of. They're kind of like Rush, which is you know kind of similar. Oh, to a that. little bit, I guess. But in it's terms, not. Of, like I like the technical side of the music, but also like the strangeness of the vocal delivery. That math is, rock. That is I'm not saying rock. I don't. I never said rock. I didn't like it. <laughs> Honorable mention but you should for like the year. I don't know if it's on anybody's list. <laughs> no, don't say list. it. Never mind. Yeah, you idiot. That was really good. I know. <laughs> I never listened to that. I, I've listened don't to that album it. so many times. Isn't that fun? It's I love the, the bass. So they have a tone, a bass tone on that portion. Mm-hmm. It's a. They've put some type of a... What they've done is kind of put like a synthesizer tone over it where it's very round and squishy. Mm-hmm. 
and it matches with the vocals. It's a lot of yeah. it is fun, dude. It is fun. He showed me that. I forgot about that part where they. It's do only that. got eight songs. It's only at thirty-two minutes long. It has a the intro song is called Hocus Pocus. Oh, yeah. oh, there you go. And then they got a few. The Invisible King is a good song. The Dog Song is a good song. It, I, I like that album a lot. It's really good. The beginning of that song sounds like an anime intro. Yeah, that's true. I can see that. There's a lot about that I liked. I'm gonna have to listen to that. All right, top three. Top three. Who wants it? Can I go first? You can. Okay, my number three is What the Broken Hearted Do. Uh, yes! Yeah. I knew you would like that you album. You got it stuck in my head. You I showed it to me not like long ago. Album. What was the story behind that, you said? It, so, like a rumor? Tim, Tim, Tim Heidecker is married, and there was a rumor that Tim Heidecker and his wife had separated. And so he took that as an opportunity to make an entire album about breakup songs. Yep. And this is the album that is about breakup songs. He's it's good so at those. Good. He's he got really those. Is. It's got a just like Newman his Trump, thing. just like his Trump album. Oh, I love <laughs> Trump. Trump Nukes is a great song. Yeah, I would look into that. The other song that Father John Misty covered, uh, the one about his uh, pilot. Oh uh, yeah, um, is it Trump's pi- private pl- pilot? What is it? I think that might be right. He's also got an entire EP about Herman Cain. Yeah. It's, he's weird. Tim, <laughs> yeah, Tim Heidecker puts his weirdness well, into his music, right. which makes well, he, sense. Of course he does. I mean, how could he not? It works so Trump's well. Trump's pa- private pilot. Yeah, that's Trump's it. private that's pilot. That's a great... That's a, And his album in Glendale is really good, too. Yes, it is. Yeah. Tim Heidecker is a really a respectable musician, and it's very strange. And also, if uh, for a 2019 wrap-up, if you haven't seen Us yet, mm-hmm. he was in that. He yep. was. And he was great. Yep. He was the neighbor or whatever. Yeah. He's also oh, he's funny, dude. He's also got a song uh, a, a single that came out in 2013 called Running Out the Clock that was uh inspired by Bob Dylan mm-hmm. when the oh, of album, course it was. <clears throat> when the album Temp- <laughs> Tempest came out. Uh there's a song on there called Tempest that is like 15 minutes long. It's a very long song. It's about um I, I think I believe that song is about the uh, Titanic. Mm-hmm. That's right? what you. Th- oh, dude, you don't even know what you've done. What have I done? When I was a young middle schooler, I played the trumpet and I played in band. Unfortunately, and we played a song, "The Tempest." It was a pretty good song. I liked it, but we also played "My Heart Will Go On" by Celine Dion. Oh, and I wow. absolutely hated it. And you've just full circled all of that for me somehow <laughs> in like thirty seconds, and it's weird. Well it's done. It's weird. Jared, number three. Number three for me is um, Masked Intruder 3, which is interesting because it's their third album, and they're a, uh, a, a sweet pop-punk band, and uh, they write really you know fun songs. Oh. Huh. Oh. That sounds sweet. Interesting. Hold Sugary. On. Sugar pop, basically. Sugar pop. My number three is Angel Olsen All Mirrors. I'll, All right. I'll talk briefly because uh, Angel Olsen... Mm, I love Angel Olsen. You thought I loved Regina Spector? Oh, don't even start. <laughs> you better get ready. Because Angel Olsen oh, no. is so awesome. I, cool. I love Angel Olsen. I love everything about Angel Olsen. She's got an interesting look and style. I will admit that my favorite album by hers is still My Woman, the 2015 release. Which is fair. It's also a very good album. It's so good. This album, both... Um, both Oh dang! What well, now? I can't remember the name of the previous album, which I also own. Oh, it was um, called uh, Wait, which one? Forms? Phases. Phases. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Phases. Good album. This album, All Mirrors. 
very good. This one, it's she's it's a clear progression mm-hmm. because she got a lot a little, more production. Yeah, more production. It's a lot more airy. There's a lot more room to work with that she fills with various things. Phases was like that too. Mm-hmm. It started moving that direction, mm-hmm. and then All Mirrors is really kind of all out, and it's it is good. I like it a lot. I think it's a great album, and she's cool. She's very cool. She's very oh cool. my gosh, she's cool. <laughs> All right. I love her. My number three, which I will not say that no one would like this one, because I think that people would like this one, is Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib. It's a good album. I really I really enjoyed this album quite a bit. I liked their original. Their, their first album, Pinata, is very, very good, but Bandana I thought was even better, which is saying a lot because I thought that Pinata was a great album. Really, anything that Mad Lib touches is gold. He also did the collaboration with MF Doom, uh, Mad Villainy, which I is one of my favorite hip hop albums of all time. Uh, it's just a very interesting album, very very good hip hop. Uh, I'm gonna play the song "Crime Pays." Which yeah, is good song. One of my favorite yeah, songs of the year. Again, this sat above Igor for me as well. That's entirely so. fair. It's it's a very very good album. Uh, Freddie Gibbs has a very interesting delivery, but Mad Lib's production just in general is just one of the best production in hip hop period. So, Crime Pays. I love that part. I want to get it. It's in a there. really good part. I can't argue. With I listen to this these three songs on my playlist today. Actually, uh, crime pays. Oh no! How does he just tell you? How about that? Was half man, half cocaine? One of them. You're gonna have to give me a sec. Sure. I gotta get back up to it. It's almost like this isn't even necessary. But it's fun. <laughs> it I is think, fun. I've been going through this like. 80s Japanese right. pop Crime music face, and that little chorus bit reminded me of some of those songs. You should check out Isn't Mad Lib's fun? production. It's really fun. That's what I wanted in there. So Crime Pays. Can I pl- before you do that? Can I play the intro to the album? Really yeah. Quick? Mm-hmm. Why, why, you, why, why you want to man? I need a bit, man. Obrigado. <laughs> <laughs> Now presenting my niggas, Madrip, and Freddy Gibbs. It's time for Bandana, bitch. So turn USB cards up. USB cards. <laughs> okay, I might need to listen to uh-huh. that. It's, it's a good pretty, album. It's pretty good hip-hop, it's good. honestly. So like I said, I got to it today, and I saw a crime page. Like, oh, I know this song, but I don't remember why. And then when that part kicked in, this little soul part kicks in, I'm like, that's I know this song. I absolutely know this song. Yeah. So the other two were Palm Olive okay. and Giannis. Gotcha. Okay. I like most extreme elimination challenge. That's a good show. As has Japanese there you go. too. Okay. Yeah. Fair Listen, enough. That is a good show. <laughs> so fair, fair point, Jim. We have worked our way to the bottom two. Top two. Top two. Top two. Top two. The very I'll give last you a dollar. Two. I'll give you a dollar if you can guess my number one not him, but if you two can guess it beforehand. Okay. Well you, you can try number to one guess. and two? Just my number one. Well, wait for number one. I know, but if you guess it, yeah, write well, your write your guesses well, down. Well, we got to eliminate one for free. It's fine. Yeah, it's let's fine. do the number two, I'm and then we'll let you know. All right, give us your number two. Be thinking. I'll start at number two. Oh <laughs> yes, the comet is coming. 
Yes, trust in trust in the life force of the etern- of the deep mystery. That's a wonderful album. I love that album. <laughs> I don't even know what you just said. The, com- the comet is coming. The comet is coming. It's, it's a, a new jazz album. Yeah, and it's so good. Is that the album or the band? That's the the band, band is the comet is coming. The album is trust in the life force of the deep mystery. One Thank of you. the best instrumental albums of the year. It's Black so Power. good. They had two come out so this good. year. Did they? they I did. didn't check out their second this one. This one was better. This one was better. Okay. This came out when we were still doing Weekly Roundup as well. Yep. And I was like, this thing's sick. I bought it on vinyl. So good. So good. I had, let's see. Let me just name the track, though, because of the, the opening track. Man, that's your number one, though. That's my number two. No, I know you're number one now. Yes, I'm you so do. excited. Yes, you do know my number one I'm now. I'm so happy that's your number one. Uh, They're giving us clues. The intro... <clears throat> the opener for Trust in the Life Force of the Deep Mystery, because the end is really beginning, quite good. Number two, Birth of Creation mm-hmm. and Summon the Fire. Those three tracks are awesome. They're so good. They have What's weird about this new jazz album is it uses instrumental hooks, uh-huh. uh, basically just as choruses looped throughout in, different, in a couple different uh, positions, right? different octaves, and it just re- relo- relays them. Over top, over top of various different formations. It's, it's a, so much fun. It's a very unique jazz album. I would say that if you are not listening to jazz in 2019, The Comet is Coming is a great place to get back oh, yes. into or to be introduced by jazz. So good. It's a... Oh, man. I love good, this album. It's a good one. It's a trio. Very good. Very good. Very good. I will do number two. This one will also come as no surprise to anyone, but my number two album of the year is Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, Ghost Team. It's a good one. Very, very good album. I we, we covered Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds this year on Record Roundtable. I was a huge fan of listening to Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, and I did not know that he was releasing an album this year. It is a very, very solid follow-up to Skeleton Tree. Skeleton Tree, one of my favorite albums by them, if not my favorite album by them. It's tough to decide between that and Ghostine, honestly, because both of those albums are very, very good. Uh, to cover a little bit about Skeleton Tree, his son died, very depressing. That album, you can feel the depression within that album, and Ghostine is very much coming yep. to terms with that depression and like moving past pain, and it's just a thematically wonderful album, and Nick Cave his vocals match the style of music very well. If you like any of the last two albums that Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds have released, Ghostine is going to be up your alley. If you haven't listened to Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, it's a great album to start with. Listen to Ghostine's really great good. album. I liked uh, Bright Horses. I liked that song good, a lot. Good song. A lot. My number two, When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? Billie Eilish. Very oh, good man. choice. Oh, very good no. album. Very good choice. What are you saying? Oh no, about an album that I know that was. If I had to make a list of albums that a lot of people like that just didn't do it for me, that's number one on my list. Really, right, honestly, honestly, yeah. it's a good album. It, Not every surprised. song it hit do, for me. It just didn't do it for me. I just don't care for it. Not every song hit for me, but the ones that hit really hit. So it was good enough yeah, to make. We are it number one, bud. Absolutely, <laughs> that was a big reason. I'm not gonna lie. I no, respect your I respect your choice. I want you to know it just didn't do it for me. <laughs> I get <laughs> Thank it. Thank you. Billie Eilish, honestly, is. She is a, a pop phenomena, and it is quite surprising that her album is as good as it is. Because mm. you would not think that that album 
would have been very good, but it is very good. Her brother knows what's up. He did a lot of the producing on that. He, well, he wrote good. most True. of it too, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. 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 He's good. He's good. She's he is good. good. They, I mean, I don't think it's bad. They just didn't do it for me. That's I get fair. it. I so. get it. Jared. Number two. My number two is Heart Attack Man, Fake Blood. It's a, pop, a punk punk album. Uh, somewhat influenced, I feel, by Nirvana just a little bit. But I saw them live in Columbus uh, at this uh, festival thingy. So I get to, I got to see them. Uh, nice. My number two. And uh, they were good. I liked, Actually, I've seen them twice now. Actually, I saw them in Indy last year um before this album came out and i thought they were i think it was before the album came out and i thought it was good then i saw them again because i was like this is i knew that it was going to be in my top five i didn't know where it'd be but i was like i know this is going to be one of my favorite albums so i have to go see them mm-hmm. so i did so me and my sister went and saw them and it's pretty fun stuff so if you want to play um i guess out for blood It's pretty good. Spoiler, I know Jared's number one, and Caleb knows my number one, so what the hell's going on, gang? So who knows my number one? Who knows mine? Uh, no I one. know yours. Jared he, knows Do you know his? his? Actually, yeah, he Well, does. then you need to know Caleb's, so Akatobe it's a full circle. Beaver? What? Akatobe Beaver. It's, oh, it's no. got to be a full yeah, circle. You, before we can move on, you have to know Caleb's number one. See what I'm saying? I assume it's one that nobody... He knows mine. I know Jared's. Jared knows yours. We you have to know Caleb's. We wouldn't like it. Is that a guess? Yeah. No. Oh, we would like it. Mm. I bet you I could guess it if I went through my playlist. I bet you I could guess it. Go ahead. Uh, Ooh, I have a better idea. Really quickly. So we're doing, we're we're at number one. We're at the big point of number one. Uh Let's do the guess. Tyler, I know you're number one. Yeah, I know you do. It's not even worth guessing. I don't want you to ruin it. But I'm going to do it anyways. That's the fun part. Don't ruin it I'm going to announce your number one. You can announce Jared's number one, and we'll see if other people can announce the other one. Yeah, but what if I'm not totally... (laughs) What if I don't get it right? It's okay. Then we've ruined a time of me to announce. No, it'll be fun. Tyler's number one album... Oh, also, I'm going to say we're going to play a song from each one of our number ones. Right, I think that'd be fun. Yes, Tyler, your number one album of 2019 is Black Midi. You're damn right it is. It's a great. It's so good. Okay. It's so good. Jared would love it because Jared likes math rock and doesn't want to admit <laughs> it's it. It's hard, right? I can't tell you how excited I am to see a new band playing post-hardcore math rock and making it sound good, making it sound like it belongs making today. It sound amazing. It sounds so good. And the vocal delivery is interesting, and the music is fun. I love that album. Can you now, so Can you good. say the name of the album? It's Schlegenheim. Yes, Schlegenheim. 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 Oh, which song? It's just there's too many. B M B M B M, which is boom boom boom. It is good. Boom 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 Do is it. the way that one's pronounced. I love that song. Let's go boom for boom it. boom. It's a great Everybody one. say wayo. <laughs>
It's very good. Did he just? I think that, I that was that album. Very was good. that a ma- ma- Master of Disguise reference? She moves with a purpose. Become another person. <laughs> Become another person. <laughs> that album's phenomenal. Caleb showed me that earlier this year. And I'm did. glad that he did because it's really good. I've showed a couple of people since then who are into math rock and post hardcore. So those are those are the two my probably my most two defining genres in terms of uh, what defines my musical tastes yeah. throughout my life, uh, and I love it very Black, much. Black Midi was my number twelve album mm. of the year. Mm, oh, know. and also worth mentioning uh, as a honorable mention, really quickly, if you really enjoy that style of like post punk kind of sound, uh, Murder Capital. When I have fears. Another that, great that's on album. My, that's on my honorable mentions as well. That's number thirteen. For number me. thirteen for me too, actually. Hey yo, so good album. Yep, very, very, it is very good. worth checking out. Definitely good. All right, Jared. I think I know your number one. A wild guess that it's "Hello Exile" by the Menzingers. That is correct. Oh hey! man, who'd have thunk? Good, good. It's a good album. It's a good album. Thank you. I didn't make it, but I'll take the praise. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I've seen them two times this year. I've seen them at least Me five too. or six times now in my uh, you know lifetime of seeing them being around uh, the music of the Menzingers. My favorite band of the decade, according to the, the thing that Spotify sent me. And uh, when we do the decade list, you'll probably hear some Menzingers uh, names of albums, most likely, pretty predominantly through my list. So they're the, the punk band that... You know, I followed the most good in band 2010s. 19. In my in my opinion, they're the best punk band of today. Thank you. I will tell you that. I, I like that. That's Thank good. you, Jared. That's good. You're welcome. I didn't. I didn't do a damn thing. Uh, let's play. We played uh, when we did the Menzingers episode. We played, you know, uh, of, I think we played Anna, which was my favorite song. But I think for this one. For this particular, I would like to hear. Let's see if I can find it. If it's on yes. Hmm. Let's do "Strain Your Memory." That's a good song. I also really like uh, "Strangers Forever." There are a lot. It That's took a good me. One. It took me a little bit to get into this album. Like, you know, the first two uh, main albums that I've liked, it I got into them right away. But for after the party, I loved after the party, and you know, the album as a whole, I enjoyed a lot. But this one, it kind of took a little bit for me to love the later tracks and the other tracks that like took a little bit longer. So like Farewell Youth, which is the last song. London Drugs, I've been getting into a lot more like listening to. Portland is a really good song. You know, so there's still a few of them that I'm like, it's harder for me to get into. More the ballad songs. Mm -hmm. It's difficult. Like I Can't Stop Drinking is just... It's slow. It's like my friend Kyle on one of their albums and... um, uh, and there's a few songs that they've got that are slower songs that it's just kind of harder. When you want to listen to a punk band, it's not always the thing you want to do to listen to the slower mm-hmm. songs. But it's a good album, my favorite of the year.
We know how much Jared loves the intro to his song. Hey, Dex, did you already forget you about go. that song? What? What song? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, he I did. I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. All right, Jared, so, man. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know if you can do it, Jared, because I can't figure out what Dax's Dax's number one what? album of the year, Father of the Bride Vampire Weekend. No. What? Oh, what? It's no. not even in your top oh, ten? It's not. Good, because it's not that. It, pop, it popped up, I thought. It's not even thing. a good album, and oh. I agree, but wow. Yeah, no, I, I liked it, but I mean. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you going to guess? I'm going to try, but I don't know if I know. Now. I'm oh, so astounded because I don't. Perhaps I'll try to guess. It's nothing that we've listened to in Record Roundtable. I know right. it's not. I'm trying you know to think it is my, my now. Time. I imagine, right, Jared? I, I mean, I, I probably will when you say it, but I. Oh, okay. Is it. Uh, he likes Lana Del Rey. I just straight up is told you. Is it Little Big? It no. Oh. I straight up told you what it was. Oh. How did you do that? <laughs> By words. Oh. Is anyone going to guess? Hold I, on. I don't think I know. Why don't you give a little hint so we can get it? There's get no a way. Oh, there's no way. I know what it is. It's what? okay. I'm not going to say it because I already ruined it. No, that's the whole point. I want, I want no, one. No, that's the whole point. It's Sturgill Simpson. It is. Really? You're that's your favorite your one? Sturgill Simpson? Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Who knew? I know. It, it, yeah. I find that surprising. Did you watch the Netflix? I haven't yet. Oh, dude. No, I need to get around to it. I just haven't had time. Watch the Netflix. It's quite good. It's quite good. Our sponsor this week, Netflix. <laughs> Watch the Netflix, everybody. Watch the Netflix better than Spotify. Hidden tracks, still hidden. Well, you're right. We didn't play a song from Sturgill, so we can that's, play That's it why. Now. Let's play it now. All right. Uh, play uh, Make Art, Not Friends. Oh, that's, that's a good one. one. Did everybody say their thing? Oh, he's got to guess yours. Yeah, yeah he's right. got to guess mine. Solid choice. It's so good. It's makes really good. good driving music too. I'm very surprised. Yeah, you would you would make it. It'd be better driving music after you watch the Netflix. <laughs> good. Uh, I'll get around to it. Believe me, I'm thinking. Uh, I just listened to my, my, I just my list. listened to that song on the way here today. Oh yeah. Yep. Thanks. Driving. I was driving. <laughs> I was driving. All right, Dex, you got to guess mine. This is difficult. Do no, I, it's not. It's not. No. It's not. No. Kendrick oh, no. Lamar didn't have an album this year, so it's very difficult. <laughs> well, so I was thinking Aljua's Harding might be up there. You haven't said it yet. I do love that album so much. It was good. It's not up there. You want to know another album he really liked that he's like, I'm going to love this album all year, and I don't know if it held up or not, was Julia Jacqueline's Crushing. I love that album as well, not number one. Those are two of my honorable mentions. I'm glad you mentioned them. I was going to talk about some female artists that I thought were worth mentioning. Those are two of them. Aldrus Harding has my favorite song of the year, The Barrel. We will probably play it before this episode is over. I love that song so much. It was Father of the Bride, wasn't it? No. Uh, Yeah, right. (laughs) None of you will be surprised when you hear it. Go ahead and say it. Is it hip-hop? Nope. Oh, I don't know. 
It is, in fact, Tom York's Anima. Oh, yeah, of course oh, it is. Of course it is. I had the, I had three songs on my list of that one. Love that album. Speaking of Netflix specials, I did not watch that either. Yep. Watching things. It was, it was not, I didn't like it. That's why I'm, I've been nervous to watch this Turtle Simpson one, because I like the music. And that I'm, makes sense. Yeah. The Tom York Anima album is great. It, it's, it's within the realm of a great Radiohead album. His other solo work has not been as received as well as Anima was, but Anima was received very well. I listened to it the night that it came out. It came out in, let's see, it was pretty middle of the road of the year, mm-hmm. I believe. It was June 27th, and it, I, you know, what's weird is I didn't listen to this album um, like a hundred times this year or anything like it wasn't like on constant repeat but as soon as i listened to it it was just groundbreaking wonderful album love it it's not a surprise because i love radiohead but tom york releasing a solo album is it's gonna work for me and it was just very very good yeah. i will play i will play don course i'll play don course Back up the cul-de-sac Come on, do your work You quit your job again And you train us all Not anything that's going to get the club pumping or anything, but it's the kind of music that I'm going to obviously enjoy. So, Tom York, Anima. Great yeah. album. Anna Montana. Anima More like Montana. Anima. More like Anima. So, Anima. that concludes our top 10 albums of the year. Does anybody want to do some honorable mentions? Real quick. Yep. Don't spend too much time yep. on them. Just talk about some albums that yep. were worth mentioning. I've got three. That I've yet to mention. I'll go ahead and say the two I've already mentioned. Orville Peck, which was Jared's, one of Jared's choices. Great. That was a very fun album this year. Myrtle Capital, which was one of your... Honorable it was mention. just an honorable mention as well, right? Correct. Yeah. So those are two that have been previously mentioned. Really good. Malibu Ken was on my honorable mention. I thought that album was a lot of fun. I like yep. Aesop Rock already. Love Aesop And uh, it's just a little bit different. And it's it still fits in the realm of what Aesop Rock does, of course. It's a little different. But it's but a it's, hair different. Yeah. Uh, but it was a fun album. Also, I had Wilco's new album. Oh, yeah. Which, uh, when we did the Wilco week, I liked it okay. But then actually, when I went back and listened to the three songs I chose for my playlist this week, I was like, man, this album's actually really pretty good. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty good album. So that was on my list as well. And then Purple Mountain, the self-title, also on there for me as well. Great album. I love that Purple Mountain album so much. That was one of the the albums I wanted to mention as well. The passing of David Berman is very sad. Yes. Especially so soon after the Purple Mountain album came out. Oh, yeah. But I will say one of the most apropos and very, very sad songs I've ever heard, but well well put together is All My Happiness Is Gone. Yeah, it's a great song. Wonderful song. Very good. Very good. Jared, you got any honorable mentions? Do you have any? Go ahead. Yeah, I'll go ahead with mine. Uh, So the Vampire Weekend album, it was Uh, close to it, but I don't know. I don't know. Not that good. 
it was okay. I'll listen to it, but there's really only a couple songs that stood out from it. Sunflower so, is mean, a good song. Yeah. Sunflower. Yeah. There's a couple others that were good. Sunflower, Big Blue. As I mentioned previously, yeah. I believe that, last that week, release, that Sunflower, Big Blue is the AB that for me, you know, was good. Harmony Hall's really good too. Yeah. So. I, it just didn't do, people like it, but it didn't do it for me. That album was really bloated for me. There's a 10 hour loop of Harmony Hall, the guitar uh, part. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's pretty great. Um, no, no. Uh, what else? Hold on. There, there's some more. So James Blake had an album. It, it was pretty good. I didn't love it, but not exactly top ten worthy. Sure, I still enjoyed it. Uh, Wise Blood, I wrote down. Yep, that was a good one. And King Princess, I wrote down. Oh, okay, yeah, I remember you mentioning that album. That was pretty good too. Jared, all right. I also uh, had uh, Malibu Can on my list, but I wasn't. It was a very early release, and I never really went back to it. So. Uh, Golden Gray by Baroness. Yes. Uh, I love the song Throw Me an Anchor, but the album just yep. kind of doesn't do for me. Uh, also, the song A Tourniquet is a, yeah. gr- is a great song as yep. well. I like it. It's uh, got an artificial heart, so do I. Uh, uh, also, Teenage Bottle Rocket, Stay Rad, pretty good. And uh, The High Women, um, which is the, the self-titled uh, The High Women, which is basically the four country artists take on The Highwaymen, which was a... Uh, 80s, it was Johnny Cash, uh, Chris Christopherson, Merle Haggard, and who was the fourth member? Willie Nelson. That's who it is. Those are the Highwaymen, and they just kind of wrote, you know, just country songs or whatever. But then the High Women came. It's Brandy Carlisle, um, Marin Morris, and then there's two other people I've uh, uh, never heard of. But, anyways, that's a pretty good record. Um, if you listen to the song, If She Ever Leaves Me, it's a good tune. And then, uh, let's see, Off With Their Heads is good. Uh, Fear Inoculum, people like. Big, better than Taylor Swift, some people say. Beat them. That's the best thing about Fear Inoculum is that it took Taylor Swift off her I agree. high horse. I agree. So that's what I got, I guess. That's about it. Decent year for music. Uh, it's interesting because I really didn't have any hip-hop that I liked this year. Like, not that I didn't like it, but like album wise, it just really nothing did it for me. Sure. Kanye West was very disappointing. Yeah, Chance yeah, Chance was very disappointing. One of the most disappointing albums of the year, Chance the Rapper. Yeah, um, so Big Day was a bad day. So it just Chance like I mean the best probably my favorite besides Malibu Kim would probably be Denzel Curry. But well I didn't get into that album a ton. But it's just very interesting for me because like it's probably the first year that I've that's ever been that Country music has played more of a part in my listening than hip hop has, and then well, that depends on if you're listening to Old Town Road, you're kind of listening to both. That's oh, true. you're right. It's like a mashup. It's a crossover episode. <laughs> Uptown, crosstown, living like a rock star or something. Uptown, crosstown, living like a rock star. And then like uh, metal for me did. I mean, it was okay. Like everybody, all of the stalwarts of metal did. You know, Corn, Slipknot, Tool. Kill Switch Engage, you know, those people all put out albums and they're all, all fine, but nobody sure. really put out like the bet, you know, like things that I really loved other than Knock right. Loose, which was in my top 10. Sure. So. Right. I've got, I think, some long term, some long standing musicians that came out with some things this year, or at least, you know, been around for a while that I thought was okay as okay. well. Mock, Stephen Mockmas had an album come out this year mm-hmm. that I thought was pretty good. I ended up buying that. We listened to that. You guys were actually down here before you moved. Yeah that weekend and the three of us listened to it in the car you may not remember you were into it and you may not have gone back to it since but you should go back because you would like it still i'm talking to dax over here by the way yeah cohen leonard cohen had a new album this year come out posthumous release right i listened to it 
pretty interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not bad. Baroness was on there as well. Foles, uh, the two different albums coming out. They did. This year, pretty decent stuff. The first one, uh, part one, everything that's not, what is it? Everything not save will be lost. Is that what it's called? That sounds right. The first one was better than the second one. Pretty good. I thought the Tours album was actually okay. A lot of people didn't like it that much. but Which was an album that our patron John mentioned. There we go. I along actually, with Beck Hyperspace. Yep. And Listen to some of that, too. He mentioned one third album. Was it the Cold War Kids album, Jared? That sounds right. Yeah. yeah. Well, this Tours album, I think, was better than people gave it credit for. I really think it was. Beck's new album, I, gave, I listened to some of it, and it's okay. It's okay. Slater Kenny's new album, I was... Not bad. Had to sure. listen to it was it. definitely different. You had did. to listen to it. I think it was a lot different. On second listen for three new uh, three songs that I put on in my playlist, I actually think it was better than it was first listen. Mm-hmm. So I think I appreciate it a little bit more. It really is a pretty interesting kind of pop album. And then, of course, Lana Del Rey had an album that everyone thought was awesome. Nora fucking rock and it was okay. Number one. It was okay. It was okay. I don't think it was as good as everyone thinks. It was okay. But it was a pretty okay album. I Not think, as good as video all. games. I think it's worth putting on into the city. song by Lana Del Rey. Sure. I think it's worth, I think that album's worth putting on and sure. uh, playing in the background and listening to and sitting there and doing your thing. I don't think you need to pay a lot of attention to it, but it's okay. Sure. So, I will do this very briefly. I did a top 100 albums of 2019. I listened to a lot of music this year, but I will try and cover some of the highlights. Uh, in hip-hop, I would listen to Clipping. There existed an addiction to blood. It is yeah. a cool kind of horror-esque hip-hop album. I would listen to Mavi, Let the Sun Talk, kind of similar to Earl Sweatshirt's release from 2000 and I think it was 18. I think it was 18. Uh, if you like underground hip-hop, I would listen to Billy Woods, Hiding Places, and Quelle Chris Guns. Yeah, I know you like Quelle Chris because you brought it up when we f- when it first came out, but it's never done it for me. That's fine. That's okay. The whole time. I, I, Man. I, both of those albums I'm a big fan of. Not not top, quite top 10, but I, I listen to Billy Woods a lot. Yeah. Billy Woods was... Hiding Places was a wonderful, wonderful album. Uh, I would also listen to, if you're liking metal, listen to Psalm, The All Devouring. If you like electronic music, listen to Flying Lotus of Flamagra. Yeah. Uh, if you like soul music, listen to Michael Kuwanaka's Kuwanaka. If you like hip hop, another one is Danny Brown's You Know What I'm Saying. That was not mentioned this episode. Neither was Rhapsody Eve or JPEG Mafia. All My Heroes Are Cornballs. If you like female, le- like lead. Folk music, listen to Jessica Pratt, Quiet Signs. I think that covers most of it. There you go. The only other thing that's worth mentioning is my favorite song of the year, which I'm closing out right. on because I loved Aldous Harding Designer. Well, mm. If you like indie, listen to Indoor Pets. Be content, by the way. Give that one a go. I've heard good things about that It's album. good. It's a good album. I listened to it when it came out this year when we were doing the thing. Solid album. Thank you for listening to this week's edition of Record Roundtable. We have been listening to our favorite songs and albums from 2019. Next week, we're going to be talking about Christmas music. Favorite Christmas albums, best Christmas albums. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.